0: Today we're going to talk about the greatest actor of our generation right now, which is Joaquin Phoenix. Whoa! What do you say, Gregory? Isn't it Pacino and De Niro? Well, look, Pacino and De Niro, I've talked about with May, I think are great actors, but they're past their prime. So I would not say they're the greatest active actors of this time. And you can make an argument for Daniel Day-Lewis, but he's officially retired. So we have to take him out of the picture. So what do I look at as a criteria of the greatest working actor right now? It's it's going to be an actor that is critically lauded. It's an actor that does interesting roles. It's an actor that their name can open movies and an actor who is well-respected by his peers and somebody who consistently acts who does works often, once a year does a movie or so. And I think if you look across the table, there are actors that are equally talented, I think, than Joaquin Phoenix, but are just not working, for example, or not working as much. An example would be someone like Michael Fassbender, I think is an excellent actor. He just isn't working. He's just living in Portugal with Alicia Vikander and their kid. So I think that if you look at overall acting, I would make the argument that Joaquin Phoenix is the best actor now, man or woman. You could look at the women's side. Certainly, we have Meryl Streep. But Meryl Streep, I think most people would say is her Prime. Uh, you have someone like Jessica Chastain, we talked about in the episode. Or I think Amy Adams is the best American actress under the age of fifty. We talk about Chastain because we talk about their kind of their careers. And right now, certainly Chastain is higher up than Amy Adams. Amy Adams is on a little slump right now, and maybe she'll never recover either way. But she has six Academy Award nominations. And certainly, you'll have somebody like Frances McDormand who has three Oscars. But I think you know, I think most people think she's a little overrated. That she shouldn't have so many and she kind of plays the same role in everything but Joaquin Phoenix I think unless you've seen the majority of his works might think that this is a hot take but it's not really a hot take it really isn't now many of you know he is the younger brother of River Phoenix who was an acclaimed child and adolescent actor most famous maybe for being in Stand By Me and he died of a drug overdose uh, back in 1993. And of course, that traumatized the whole Phoenix family. And at the time, Joaquin had done some roles. Most famously, he was in the movie Parenthood, Steve Martin's Parenthood, but not, hadn't really done much. But then afterwards, I think he first got attention in Nicole Kid Mints to Die For. That's the movie where he is one of two men that she convinces. She plays a, a weather woman. convinces these kind of low lives to kill her husband and that's where he uh, he really got the first attention then he rolled off inventing the abbots i remember this movie because it had young Liv tyler and had an attractive cast then he was in u-turn eight millimeter the yards is the first time he he works with collaborates with james gray the director And that movie had Wahlberg and Charlize Theron. At the time, it didn't make a lot of money. But as James Gray's reputation has exceeded it's one of those movies you you go back and watch. But certainly in 2000 was kind of the breakout for him. As he played Commodus and Gladiator, he was the evil emperor opposite Russell Crowe. And he's great in that because in that performance, he is creepy, he's evil, but... He makes the character almost likable. You could see why he would kill his father, Marcus Aurelius. You could see his motives, and that's what makes that performance so great. He got an Academy Award nomination for that. Later that year, he does Quills, the Marquis de Sade uh, biopic with Kate Winslet. He does Signs, the M. Night Shyamalan movie in 2002 which with Mel Gibson. He plays Gibson's brother. And honestly, that's my favorite Shyamalan movie. I love Signs. And then after that, he does The Village, which is another M. Not Shyamalan one. That's the one where they're all living in the town that they think you, you think the whole time like it's, it's, it's 18th, 17th century America. And you find out that it's in present time. Then he's in Hotel where He's in Ladder 49. He's in Walk the Line. He gets Academy Award nomination for that. That is the movie where he plays Johnny Cash. And Reese Witherspoon wins the Academy Award for some reason. I do not know why, because she didn't deserve it. He is great in that. And again, I've talked about it with May how I think that there should be a separate Academy Award, a category when you're impersonating a live person. But he does do a great job as Johnny Cash. Then he does We Own the Night in 2007, Reservation Road in 2007. Two Lovers is another James Gray movie that he does which is very well received. Again, James Gray has a whole of small movies, small indie movies. Later he does I'm Still Here, which is that strange mockumentary that <laughs> documents Joaquin Phoenix's transition from the acting world to aspiring, uh, aspiring rapper. Interesting work. Interesting work if you've never seen that. Then he does The Master in 2012, Academy Award nomination. He plays the guy that essentially comes under the spell of Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is essentially L. Ron Hubbard. It's the Scientology movie done by Paul Thomas Anderson. Great movie and really he is the heart of that movie. He is the 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 protagonist and and Philip Seymour Hoffman is amazing in that movie, but I mean, it's really the 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 way that he he pulls off Freddie as this like again, we know Joaquin Phoenix is really good at pulling off the weird Ostracized, incel esque roles very well. He does a great job in that. Then in 2013, does the immigrant again? James Gray. I don't know. He 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 must have some dirt on on, on Joaquin because any time uh, he's doing a movie, he's like he's going to call Joaquin. Joaquin's like, okay, I guess I got to do it. The immigrant is Marion Cotillard's movie, and it's it's a beautiful movie. Uh, it takes place in 1921. It's a, it's a woman, a Polish woman who's brought into brought to America. She comes to America with her sister via Ellis Island, and then her sister gets sick, and through a series of events, she's gotta work the life of burlesque and prostitution. And let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectic Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 2017, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to Metamorphosize into a regular, weighted person. So check out those feeds at the incredible Gregory on Apple or Spotify. And he plays the guy who who seemingly is nice and takes her under his wing because again she's a recently immigrant uh, woman uh, in New York City, and then you see that he becomes. Uh, very controlling and, and overly fascinated with her and it's just a beautiful movie and how it plays out uh, jeremy renner's in it as well but again very sensitive performance he's not a great guy but you actually kind of do, again you see why he does the things he does then he does her her of course is the movie about kind of an incel guy who falls in love with the uh, his phone his operating system then he's an in inherent vice the adam mckay movie a rational man and Another well-known movie. That, that movie is very strange. It has Emma Stone in it. Emma Stone plays a student. He's a professor. And then they end up having a relationship and there's a murder. It's very strange. It's very strange. Then in 2018, it is Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene is a movie about Mary Magdalene. I believe he plays St. Peter in this. And uh, this is where he met Rooney Mara, who is his future wife. Then of course in 2019 he gets the Academy Award for Joker. I mean that movie he is just transcendently creepy, but relatable. Again you could see why Arthur Fleck turns into Joker, and I think only certain certain actors could have done that role, and he was great. And then if you see what Jared Leto's done with Joker, you can kind of see even though Leto is weird and talented and talent and weird like <laughs> weird like. Uh, Phoenix is it's just not, the, not not the talent it's just not the talent is not there and then most recently he does most recently he's done Bo is Afraid which came out this year this is a movie from the same guy who created "Midsummer," the Florence Pugh movie and essentially Joaquin Phoenix plays this kind of middle-aged anxiety-ridden guy who has to go on a, a, a trip or an adventure back home And and I've not seen this movie it's What I understand from reading the trades is that it's very polarizing. Some people love it. Some people don't like it. I don't want to comment on it. And then he has. This is one of the movies I'm looking forward to. I did an episode on like the 10 movies of 2023 I'm looking forward to watch. And he is doing Napoleon, where he's playing Napoleon. And it's directed by Ridley Scott. And that should be coming out. Uh, I think it comes out in uh, award season time, so November-ish, if I'm not mistaken. He's also done the sequel to Joker. That's coming out in 2024 as well. So, look, he's been working consistently for over 25 years. He has four Oscar nominations and one win. And I would just hazard to guess who is a better actor than Joaquin Phoenix right now, who f- satisfies the criteria of he can open movies. I mean, yes, Joker was a previous IP, no doubt. But when Phoenix does movies, people go turn out to it. Now, maybe not on the same level as DiCaprio, uh, partly because DiCaprio has a bigger name recognition. He has a brand. He's one of those last like uh, vestigial actors of the 90s who have a brand. But... And he does less movies, and his movies are, are do very well. But you can make an argument. And these guys knew each other back in the 90s. You can make an argument that Joaquin Phoenix is a better actor than DiCaprio, but DiCaprio is a, obviously a much better movie star. Joaquin Phoenix is strange. <laughs> he is a strange guy. If you've ever seen him uh, accept any awards, you know, he, he gives these weird speeches If you ever, uh, he'll talk about like his, he's like super uh, anti-meat. So he's like animal rights to the point where it's like you think he's a little off. But either way, you know, regardless of his personal life, he is an exceedingly talented actor. And I would again argue he is the best actor uh, right now. In terms of his personal life, as I mentioned, he is with Rooney Mara. A part of the Mara sisters, Kate Mara is the other one. And their family is actually the owners of the New York Giants football team. And they uh, recently got, uh, they just recently had a child uh, back in 2020. And that that's really it. He, he dated some other people. He's re- reputed to have dated Liv Tyler back in the late 90s when she was peak, peak Armageddon. She was dating, he was dating a South African model, Topaz Paige Green in the early knots. Uh, But as a whole, the most famous person that he's he's consistently days Rudy Mara and they are currently married. So that is my take. I will post a poll and I will have a poll at the Cinema Rag Facebook group where you can add a person. So if you can add it, and then I'll put a poll and you can tell me if you disagree that Joaquin Phoenix is the best actor of this current generation. Guys, please rate and review right now on Apple or Spotify. It helps with the algorithm. There's a link for PayPal to make a donation. And lastly, there's a link to the website, which hosts all the Eclectico Gregorio feeds. Check them out. But the best way to check them out is on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.